Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello, welcome to the Librocube. I am Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Today is Wednesday, October 31st. <laughs> Again, that is my scary noise, because it's Halloween. Today's spots are girls who wear lingerie and cat ears as their costume. Good on ya. Because we have so much planned and surprises and things, we're going to hop right in there with a very, very, very... Let me get my thesaurus here. Okay. Very special announcement. On Friday's episode, what would normally be Friday Internet Day, we are going to have a guest. None other than the Misses will be joining us. I am very excited. I have in, let's see, almost 10 years of driving to various workplaces, never had a passenger, and yet in the second week of the podcast, we're going to be driving with the missus. The reason being is she bought a uh, new car, Um, well, very slightly used, or gently used, as I believe they call them now, car. Uh, in a dealership that's right, basically, 100 yards from my work. So, Friday she gets to pick her up, and gonna come with me, and I have talked her into doing a podcast episode. Although, I didn't have to do much talking into, so I kind of get the feeling that she is not dreading it, or why the hell do I have to doing it, it. So, that's nice of her. Uh, that being said, we are going to not do Internet Day on Friday. Uh, in other news, Thursday, November 1st, I have off work. Because I always take off the day after Halloween. I have for, I think, six, definitely the last six years, and maybe even uh, before that as well. So, there will be no... Her videos games day on Thursday, which means today we are going to somehow, some way, fit in a book Wednesday, a her video games day, and Fra Internet day, all in one jam-packed friggin' episode. So wish us luck, and by us I mean me. Wish me luck. Break a leg, I guess. This is a sort of show businessy. Also, I'm going to stop and get breakfast, so that's going to cut off some more time. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. I need some Timmy Hortons breakfast. Let's uh, since it's Book Wednesday, why don't we start with that first? Uh, it's actually maybe sort of a blessing in disguise that it's going to be a very short one. 
because I just started a new book. It is called uh, Shadow March by Tad Williams. It is actually the first in a series of four books, I believe. I can't remember if it's three or four, actually. Uh, trilogies or quadrologies, as I say in the fantasy world, uh, are usually the way to go. I really enjoy them because by doing it that way, you really, really get immersed in the world because you are in it for so much longer, basically. Really, the only thing I wanted to talk about with this book, as I'm only 200 pages in of the almost 700-page book, is that I have a feeling that uh, this is going to be good. <laughs> I got that sort of little tingly, this is going to be an awesome series feeling coming off of this book. It's, it's radiating off, off of this so far. Again, 200 pages in, so you never know. Um, I've heard of Tad Williams before, and I think I've read other books of his, although sometimes it's hard to keep track. Something uh, Tad Williams has done, well, two things he's done that I'm finding very interesting. Uh, the first being something I always find when authors do, and it seems to be more often in the fantasy genre that they do this, is that they will tell their story from multiple viewpoints. So you'll be with one character for a chapter, uh, you'll be with another character in a total uh, separate, usually in a total separate part of the world uh, in another chapter. Eventually they'll sort of combine, sometimes they'll combine and spread out again. And it's, it's a very uh, interesting, good way to write, and I think just from a writing standpoint, it's got to be the most challenging, because you have to know where all these different characters are at any given moment, so you can go back to their sort of individual stories within this larger story. So good on Tad Williams for taking on that challenge. Uh, I believe there is four different viewpoints that he's covering. Um, yeah, kind of hard to pinpoint that. The other interesting thing he's doing is within this world, there's a sort of, uh, how would you describe it? A sort of misty veil, basically cutting the world in half on the southern half of the world is where the, uh, I guess, sort of normal humans live. Again, as with many fantasies, this is taking place in a sort of uh, what you could probably consider a medieval setting with your horses and your swords. There's already been a dragon, so that, that's got me good. That had me happy. Uh, on the northern part of this world, in the other side of the Misty Vale, is where you're uh, not human... Uh, hard to describe. Um, I always kind of want to say demons. I don't know if that's the case, because I don't think they're all bad. Uh, demons and angels and sort of otherworldly folk live on that side. Uh, so some of 
the story is taking place on the human side, the majority of, um, well, maybe not the majority, probably 70% of, and then the other part of the story is taking place in this sort of otherworldly realm, which is also very interesting. It's almost as if, as if Mr. Tad Williams here has had to write uh, two different, separate, totally separate stories, and even within those two stories, since he's doing it from different people's point of views, he's yet further giving himself a challenge by breaking it up even further. So, from that standpoint, and since we're getting close to breakfast time, we're going to say that 200 pages in, I have a feeling that the Shadow March series is going to be a 5 out of 5. But, if things change, we'll uh, talk about it in more depth next book Wednesday. Maybe um, a thought would be to uh, pick up a copy yourself and read along so you uh, will know better what I am talking about. Because with Book Wednesdays, my sort of greatest hope is to turn people on to reading because I wish at a younger age than when I started to read, someone turned me on to reading. So I didn't have all those wasted years as a youth where I was your typical, I don't want to read, teenager guy. Alright, we're at Timmy's, so here comes the editing. Here comes the editing. Okay, we are fed. We are fed and contented due to our feeding. A couple of uh, strange things just happened, though. Uh, I mentioned this morning that our sponsor is women who wear uh, lingerie or lingiri and cat ears for their Halloween costume. Well, the people at Tim Hortons, um, the good people there, all women from what I could tell, were dressed in costumes. <laughs> kind of weird. I'm glad I've never worked at a company where we had to wear Halloween costumes. Maybe I'm uh, jumping to conclusions and they didn't actually have to wear them. They're just doing it because it's fun and they're young girls. <clears throat> One of them was dressed as a cat. I shit you not. Not a uh, lingiri, lingerie uh, clad cat. Just a regular cat girl who actually served me was dressed as a uh, sort of German beer wench, is how I would describe it. You're kind of, uh, well, I don't know how else you would describe that costume. You know, the German girl, usually see them with giant mugs of beer in their hand, serving the men in their lederhosen. That's not necessarily weird, but her name was Jordan. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. The reason I know her name was Jordan is because her boobs were hanging out. So when I was looking at them, as you do, I saw her name tag and <laughs> uh, her name was Jordan. I said, oh, my name's Jordan too. And she kind of responded like, oh, as if she knew that I was looking at her boobs. So an interesting, interesting morning. 
the bright side being that the missus said she would not listen to the Book Wednesday episodes because she does not like books. So, ha! Please no one tell her that, uh, or else maybe I'll be in trouble. No, I'll probably tell her, because that's funny. Let's see. I think uh, we'll just quickly get in a little uh, Third Video's Games Day talk, since we're almost at work. And then we'll save the whole afternoon for Hot Internet Day, because with that, I have a, a lot more to talk about. Third Video's Games Day, I uh, have done nothing other than continue to play Borderlands. I have uh, worked my way up to level 46. I hope by the end of this coming weekend to maybe, yeah, you know what, I'm going to aim for a little uh, level 50 action. It's going to help that I have Thursday off, so uh, that'll be a big chunk of my day Thursday is playing that. I'm really uh, raring to go on this level 50. My uh, my turrets have... Not my turrets. My t- turrets have... Uh, now have the ability to shoot missiles. So that is pretty friggin' cool. Um, ever since that happened, I can basically throw these babies out and they'll just demolish anything. It's, uh, it's awesome. Anyways, we're at work. It's actually going pretty good lately. Um, We seem to be going back and forth between crazy busy and crazy slow days, which is not ideal. But what you gonna do? Talk to you in eight hours. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back! We are back! We are back! 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 We are back! Back in action! Hello again! The spooky voice! It's still Halloween, as it is only 5 o'clock on Halloween. And that is how time works. The first half of the show, we squeezed in a... uh, what did we squeeze it? It's a book Wednesday, since it actually is Wednesday. And did we do video games at all? Yeah, we did a little third videos games day. Then um, what I figure the last half of the show is we're going to do internet day. As we got a break tomorrow. And exciting, exciting, exciting. Actual Friday will be... Fra... The missus comes to visit uh, the podcast for the ride to work day. We'll call that exciting. (laughs) Not scary, it's exciting. Okay, since we're slipping to Fry Internet Day from Her Video Games Day, I thought of a really good way to do that would be to talk about... A little something called the Guild. If you are unfamiliar with the Guild, it is a show 
So why am I talking about it on TV Tuesday, you might ask, right? Well, don't ask that, because I'm going to tell you right now. Calm down, you fuckers. Uh, it is a show that started on the internet. A web show is what they call those. A web show that uh, I believe made its way to TV. I, I could be wrong. I know you can buy it on DVD now. Uh, if it is on TV and made its way to TV, you could still actually watch all episodes online. I recommend it highly to anyone who enjoys comedy, who enjoys comedy shows, who enjoys nerdy comedy shows, who enjoys nerdy comedy shows about um, gaming and cosplay and I don't, Jesus, really uh, just watch it. Oh wow, I should be a salesman. Hell I am a salesman. I should be a better salesman. Uh, the show stars uh, Felicia Day. Uh, it started out as sort of just the story of her and her guildmates. Her guildmates being the people who she plays a online video game with. The online video game is, for all intents and purposes, World of Warcraft, which uh, even probably, I imagine, people who don't know anything about video games have heard of World of Warcraft. Then again, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I am crazy. Then again, maybe I am crazy in thinking that everyone has heard of World of Warcraft. It is not actually a game that I play, because I hear that, and maybe this is an exaggeration, that people who play World of Warcraft, that's sort of like, that is the only game they will play, because it is such a time hog. Basically, if you're going to play it, and be sort of proficient at it, and move up in it, that is the only game that you're sort of gonna be playing in order to do that. That's what I've kind of heard and seems to uh, be a theme. So, uh, the game they play on the show is, I think it is actually called The Guild. Or maybe it's not. Maybe, you know what, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so, her guildmates consist of... Uh, a bunch of funny characters. Uh, again, battle themes, but uh, let's describe them here. One is a, a negligent mother who kind of ignores her husband and kids to play the game. Who is uh, funny, very funny. Every actually every actor on the show, very funny. Another is sort of a uh, how would I describe him? A uh, bit of a douchebag. <laughs> I guess, maybe, sort of, uh, yeah, we'll just stick with that. He, uh, and then there's a, uh, not sure if he's Indian or Pakistani, um, I don't think it's racist to say a brown guy who, uh, exudes that sort of, uh, nerdish tendencies very well, sort of a nervous guy. I like him a lot. Then there's a 
Asian girl <laughs> who's uh, kind of a bit of a bitch, uh, quite attractive. <laughs> va va va, a voom even. Then there's a uh, old bald guy, which I guess if I was on the show, that would be me, an old bald nerdy, extremely cheap guy. Now I don't think I'm extremely cheap. But I do have a bit of that Scottish blood coursing through me, so a wee bit cheap, as they say. So that's how we're going to make the transition from her videos game day to fry internet day. We just did it right there, talking about the guild. Uh, new episodes are available on Felicia Day's YouTube channel. And uh, I recommend starting from the beginning and working your way up two new episodes. The episodes are not crazy long, say uh, eight-ish minutes, sometimes less, sometimes more, and all full of nerdy comedy stuff. Very, very enjoyable. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably end up talking about episodes as they come out. Uh, so now that we're settled into Fra Internet Day, We'll talk about another uh, YouTube, uh, not necessarily a channel, but a sort of group of videos. They are called uh, Big Think. Big Think I enjoy as it sort of uh, goes with my internet, my sort of theme of internet watching in that I search out things to pour into my brain, let's say. Things that if I watch or read on the internet will at the very least give me the illusion of intelligence. Uh, Big Think sort of follows in uh, TED Talks footsteps. TED Talks, uh, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of. I would strongly recommend those. And I can almost guarantee we will talk about TED Talks at some point, especially when I see a good one and want to talk about it. I believe TED Talks came before Big Think. Um, 99% sure of that. It's a sort of collection of videos. They do something different on Big Think in that some videos will be two minutes, one minute. Some will be uh, an hour, hour and a half. So they kind of jump all over as, for, as far as uh, time length of videos, which is unusual, but it works for them. How I uh, sort of stumbled across is watching a big think, um, we'll call it an episode, with Penn Gillette. We've talked about Penn Gillette, probably one of my uh, favorite atheists. And uh, he did a video on it about Mor uh, Mormonism. If you are unfamiliar with Mormonism, it is one of your crazier religions. They're all crazy in my opinion, but this one sort of uh, tips the crazy scales a little bit higher than others. Up there with your crazy, what the fuck is your brain thinking, meatheads. Uh, religions. So uh, that's how I came across. 
Um, I would very much recommend watching that because you can see uh, Penn's sort of passion for atheism and his passion for pointing out these sort of ridiculous religious views. Okay, the one I actually wanted to talk about, uh, there's two actually. The first one is uh, one that I probably normally would not have watched, but uh, something that I think is important is to every once in a while throw in your front internet viewings and readings, something that you normally would not watch or listen to or read, because uh, you got to keep an open mind and experience new things. Now, that said, 90% of the shit I watch or read or listen to is stuff that I know I am interested in, so I got like a 90 to 10 ratio, and that's fine with me, whatever. Maybe your ratio is better, and if it is, good on you. The uh, big thing that I watched was called uh, Art. It wasn't just called Art. It was uh, about art. Literally about art. About paintings. Was it the Psychop? No, no. Uh, about uh, modern art. About how art affects us, I guess, was a lot of it. Uh, it was very interesting. It was uh, about an hour long. All of these uh, Big Think talks are sort of filmed with one dude talking uh, with a white sort of backdrop. The occasional uh, graphic will pop up. Maybe a little something funny pops up. Uh, very well done. High production values. The one on art. If you are a art, <laughs> if you are an art fan, I would highly recommend. I am a art fan, but not a, uh, how would you describe it? I like weird art, fantasy art. Uh, I am a fan of, if you've ever heard of uh, James Jean, uh, he's an artist I'm a big fan of. Uh, you can Google him, look at some of his crazy stuff, just crazy stuff like that. Um, if you want to go back to your... Salvador Dali's um, The Persistence of Memory Melting Watches one you've all seen. Hell, I have um, MC Escher his uh, self-portrait tattooed on my leg, for example. It's the one where he's uh, holding in his hand sort of a mirrored ball. Another pretty famous uh, piece of art. So, recommends. We'll give that video a uh, 4 out of 5. The other one I watched, which is something I am more interested in, was called... This one I wrote, actually wrote down the full title is uh, Psychology of Everything. Um, when I was a youngin, uh, I think I first wanted to be a circus clown. I then moved on to a paleontologist as... Um, a lot of kids do. And then, I believe, next was a psychologist and wanted to do that for many, many years. I am not one, but I still like to kind of uh, read up and study and 
hear shit about it. So, I do. Uh, this one was very interesting. One of the main sort of themes that I took away from it, I guess you could say, is that sort of uh, nature versus nurture argument. The, uh, the argument of, is your personality something that you are born with? Or is it more the uh, experiences and memories that you have throughout your lifetime that builds your personality? Uh, I've always been more on the nurture side of that because it seems to make more sense logically and I am a big uh, proponent of logic in all things whenever possible. Unless you want to be fucking crazy. In which case, throw it right out the goddamn window and uh, let loose. Uh, nature versus nurture, I think, uh, best shown in the classic movie Trading Places with a Mr. Dan Aykroyd and a Mr. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Great, great movie. Probably seen it five-ish times. Highly recommend Five out of five for the movie, and four out of five for the Big Think talk. Uh, I have another little note here. That uh, something that popped in from the talk was that uh, I forget how or why this came up in the talk, but he uh, let us all know that monkeys will pay for porn. <laughs> so. Obviously, that kind of popped out at me. Uh, basically, the study was that, um, well, monkeys will pay for porn. Um, porn uh, was paid for by monkeys through, I believe, how he described it was, I forget exactly how he described it, but it was basically um, sort of paying with food for the chance to watch porn. That was the sort of underlying gist of it. So, now you know that. Remember that. I listened to a Nerdist episode this week in which the guest was Anthony Edwards, who uh, you may remember from many things, but uh, one in particular is the movie Revenge of the Nerds. So, it was kind of fun to see Chris sort of, well, nerd out about how the movie Re Revenge of the Nerds sort of, uh, for lack of a better description, I guess, shaped his life. So, I enjoyed that immensely. He's also from Top Gun, which is among a list of movies that uh, I have vowed never to see. Uh, also on the list is Titanic and The Lion King. Um, I believe that might be the entire list. I can't remember. I also can't remember why some of these movies are on the list, and I know that the vow to watch, to never watch Titanic was with a buddy of mine, uh, and we vowed never to see it, and he has seen it, the bastard. So, if you're listening to this, uh, rotten hell. Okay. Uh, since we are just about home... On this Halloween, I gotta rush in and get the candy ready, and uh, rather than carve a pumpkin, I 
printed off a picture of a pumpkin. I'm going to put it on the door because I'm a lazy bastard. So remember, it's nice to be nice to the noise. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper.